You are Locked On Bruins. I'm your host, Brian Fenley. Find me on Twitter at Brian Fenley. My co-host, Nick Cope, will be back with us on Friday. His Twitter is N-K-O-O-P. The show Twitter handle is Locked On Bruins. And if you want to drop us an email, do so at LockedOnBruins at gmail.com. We kindly ask you to hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. It is your team, and it is every day, and Nick and I are part of Learfield IMG College's Bruin Insider Show, which airs on UCLA's flagship station, and it will be during football and basketball seasons. Over the course of this show, we are going to focus our attention on UCLA's special teams. It has been a bit of a sore spot for the team the last couple of years, especially in covering punts and kickoffs. Several times last year, the team gave up touchdowns in a big way in special teams. But the specialists do have a lot of experience, and it hasn't always been their fault for some of the shortcomings in the special teams realm. We'll react to grad transfer punter Wade Lease, who met with the media yesterday. He is 31 years old. He is also the second oldest player in college football right now at the D1 level. J.J. Molson is another vet. He is a senior. He is their kicker, and he is a stud. We will also discuss what he had to say to reporters yesterday and finally another senior long snapper Johnny Den Blaker who has been a mainstay at the long snapper position in fact he was the number one recruit at the long snapper spot coming out of high school in his year and for what it's worth Chip Kelly has been very adamant about not having a designated special teams coach. What the Bruins do have is a special teams coordinator who also shares duties working with the position group. This year, it's Derek Sage who is the special teams coordinator, but he also works with the tight ends. And going back at least the last three years, UCLA has had a different special teams coordinator, so perhaps it would benefit the team if they can get some continuity at that position but we go back to last year and where the Bruins need to improve in the special teams realm you remember that Oregon game last year the Bruins had a lot of issues in special teams for one they gave up a return for a touchdown UCLA fumbled a punt the Bruins failed to stop a fake field goal there was the failed onside kick And then there was the sequence when penalties pushed J.J. Molson out of the comfort zone of his field goal range. And when he ended up taking the attempt, the ball fell short of the crossbar. And then there was the game against Oklahoma where the Sooners had two big returns. And so, again, the problem's not necessarily with the punter or the kicker in large part. They are doing their job because you had Stefan Flintoff last year who was one of the best punters in the nation, had a lot of yardage, and J.J. Molson is very consistent, but it was making tackles and avoiding long returns that seemed to be the most vulnerable part of the special teams. 
and that coverage we were talking about. The Bruins were actually dead last in the Pac-12 last season in kickoff coverage. And that is something that is firmly on the mind of Chip Kelly in order to bounce back and provide a better effort in that realm because it will certainly affect the score in a lot of these games upcoming if they can trim down that issue. All right, let's get in-depth with Wade Lease. He is 31 years old. He is a grad transfer, a punter from Australia who punted three seasons for Maryland and then put his name in the transfer portal. And then Chip Kelly was very impressed and brought him on board. Now, he not only brings... An older perspective being that he's 31 and has a significant age discrepancy with the other players on this team. But he also brings a really fun, jovial, lighthearted personality to the group. In fact, J.J. Molson, the senior kicker, was asked about how would you describe Wade's personality? And he said, quote, Wade is a chill dude from Australia. That was how... J.J. described Wade Lease, and J.J. went on to say that because he's so much older, he doesn't quite fit the bill to being a father figure for the rest of the team, but at least upholds this big brother role based on his age discrepancy. Now, Wade has been coming from a background of Australian rules football. In fact, he did not even graduate high school. He got his GED later on. But what happened was when he was in his late teens, he thrusted himself into Australian rules football at the pro level. And while he was a teenager, he was playing against guys that were in their 30s and their late 30s. So it's an interesting dynamic because now that he's in his 30s, he doesn't find it awkward or weird that he's so much older than his teammates because in Australian rules football, he had to play against guys and with guys who were much, much older than him. But he is not this, he's not the oldest college football player. That title goes to Colorado's kicker, James Stefano, who is 32 years old. He is also from Australia. Now, this is fascinating. So, how did Wade get to UCLA? Well, he arrived on campus on July 12th. And soon after, he and his wife and his close family and friends headed to Hawaii. Why? Because Wade got married. And so, he took a week and a half to get married in Hawaii and then use some of the back end of that time as a honeymoon. He said that he was so antsy about coming back and getting ready for workouts and practice for UCLA. And he felt so bad for missing time leading up to fall camp that he did not tell his wife this at the time, but he changed the flight plans so that they would fly into Los Angeles three days earlier than they were intended to do so so that he could be with his teammates 
and get his body ready for fall camp. And hey, his wife was a good sport about it. And he says she understood. Now, Wade says that he actually wants to stay in L.A. beyond this last year of his college eligibility. Now, his wife wants to move back to Australia, but the guy has really absorbed the culture here. He's been going down to the beach, he said. He says he even surfs and, and said, quote, while I'm on the waves, I, quote, get smashed a few times. So apparently... He is embarrassing himself in the surfing department. And he also is a physical football player. And you're saying, wait a minute, he's a punter. How could he possibly be a physical football player? Well, this guy is not afraid to make a tackle. And he was asked, well, how many tackles have you made? And he said, well, I've made two. And he said that really quickly. And he is not at all opposed to doling out a big hit if he has to in a situation like that. And he's not one to shy from contact. And a couple more tidbits about Wade. He is left-footed, but he can punt with both feet. And he is in position to be the holder for J.J. Molson this season. And Molson spoke to the media yesterday about being a senior and how he's improved his game, and we will hear all about that coming up right after the break. But first, fantasy football players, make sure you listen to Vinny Iyer and Locked On Fantasy Football as Vinny gives you the edge with over 20 years covering fantasy football. Don't listen to the same stuff as everyone else. Then you are just the same. Get the edge from Vinny that will put you ahead on draft day and put you ahead all season long. Locked on Fantasy Football on your favorite podcast provider. Welcome back to Locked on Bruins. I'm Brian Fenley. Again, you can follow the show. You can follow me on Twitter. My Twitter is Brian Fenley. The show's Twitter is Locked on Bruins. My co-host Nick Cope is in the midst of his own podcast bye week. He will be back on Friday, and his Twitter is NKOOP. And drop us an email, will you, at LockedOnBruins at gmail.com. So we went from a new face who is most likely going to be the punter this year, and Wade Lease, the grad transfer from the University of Maryland, the fun-spirited 31-year-old, from Australia, and now we go to the kicker in J.J. Molson, who is considered old on the team for being a senior. He's 22, but nothing to the age of the great Wade Lease. J.J. heads into his senior year, and he was asked yesterday about what he's done to enhance his place kicking skills over the offseason, and he said straight up, look, I have added 10 yards to my field goal length this offseason. And so now he says that his comfort level, he says he's good from 55. Now his career long is 50, which he nailed against Colorado last year. But he says he is very comfortable going at 35 and knocking in those kicks. And even in practice, he says, I wouldn't be scared to go to 65, to to 60, which he has been seen to make in warm-ups and practice. Now, Molson is really consistent. 
and he has such an attention to detail. And he's a consummate professional. And what I mean that by that is that he's so dedicated and he's so focused. And for so many kickers who seem to feel like they're nervous out there, you know, in a big moment and the crowd is going loud. We've seen this. You've watched enough, enough football to, to, to look at the body language of a kicker and almost predict, all right, that one's not going in because he's nervous. Or you can just tell by the body language that this guy is not fit for the pressure. Well, here's the thing about J.J. He has the perfect mindset, the perfect attitude to be a kicker. He doesn't tune in to the noise. He has a way of becoming monofocused on the task at hand. And as a kicker, that is a lethal, lethal skill set. And, and so he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. And he missed just five field goals last year. And he had a very optimistic answer to that. Because, you know, five is a pretty significant amount. He didn't miss any that were under 44 yards. But he said, I'm, I know I can be better. And he said, yes, the percentages were down last year. And yeah, there were situations where he was taken out of his comfort zone because of penalties and false starts that moved him beyond his normal field goal attempt range sort of limit. But, you know, he said, for my first two seasons, I didn't have to attempt long field goals nor was I put in a situation to do so. But he he really appreciated being in those situations because it kind of taught him how to handle those situations. You know, 50, 55-yard kicks. Because all in all, he said, look, the solution, the answer to, to nailing those longer kicks this year is simple, just trusting your stroke and just continuing to get the reps in. And as I said before, he did miss five field goals last year, but he was perfect inside 44 yards. He was also perfect with extra points, 35 of 35. And he did, as previously mentioned, nail a career-long 50-yarder against Colorado last season. Now, if you have heard of the name Molson before, if you just can't figure out where you've heard it before, remember the last time you were at the liquor store? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the Molson. In fact, J.J. is related to John Molson, who started what is now North America's oldest brewery, which was founded in 1786. Yeah, I was a young man back then. But J.J., said in sort of a joking, playful manner, but also kind of on a serious note and as an incentive to Wade Lease because Wade's going to be his holder this year. Molson said, quote, every time Wade gives me a good hold or we make a big kick, I will give him a six-pack of Molson. Now, let's be clear here. Both of these guys are older than 21, so this is legal and Wade Lease countered back with a chuckle after hearing this and said, well, 
I don't mind Molson, but I certainly can't stand Foster's, which is a stereotypical beer from Australia. And so these two are having so much fun, and that's really neat to see. Now, Molson isn't the only special teamer who's been with UCLA since 2006. Coming up in just a moment, we are going to talk about another mainstay in this program, one who could be the best at his position in the country. And he's a self-proclaimed mama's boy, which I can relate to. We are going to go in-depth with him next, but first, the new Locked On NFL is on fire. Last week, it was one of the most listened-to NFL shows with the expert analysis of former NFL scout Matt Williamson and hosted by Brian Peacock, Locked On NFL is your daily national podcast on all things NFL. With Matt's unique take on the game, follow Locked On NFL now on your favorite podcast provider. Welcome back to Locked On Bruins. I'm Brian Fenley, your host. My co-host Nick Cope is going to be back with us on Friday's show. We wrap up this episode by talking about a position that often goes unnoticed, that often never gets the adequate credit it deserves, and it is a very critical part of the team, nevertheless. And I'm talking about the long snapper position. Johnny Denblaker going into his senior year, and he called that being a bittersweet moment for a guy who coming out of high school was the number one rated long snapper in the country. Now, when Johnny was speaking to reporters yesterday, he had heard the talk about Wade Lease being 31. But Johnny said, well, look at me. I might not be 31, but I got this bald head, and it is bald. And even though I'm a decade younger than Lease, he said, quote, don't get me wrong, I am the old guy of this group because I have the best dad hair, i.e. no hair. Now, Johnny is a very talented football player, and he's also really close to his family. And he constantly tries to show off to his mom on the football field. In fact, his mom's birthday was during the Fresno State game last year. And his mom had requested from him that, Johnny, for my birthday, do something special against Fresno State. And he pulled through. He recovered a punt. And what a special birthday gift to his mom. Now, two years ago, he recovered a fumble against Stanford. And he told me after that game, I asked him, how did that feel? And I got the most bizarre response, which I was not expecting in the least bit. He said, quote, if I took that fumble and scored a touchdown, and again, the game was against Stanford, I was hoping my mom would bring my cats down from the Bay Area. His cats, yes, he is from the Bay Area, and he is a lover of cats. And that was certainly a response 
that I had not seen coming, but it really goes to show you how close his family is, how fun of a personality he has, and he's so serious at his job, but then he knows when to temper that back and be loose and be fun. And, you know, he comes from a family that basically in their genetics, they were created to be long snappers. He's got an older brother, Alex, who saw the field for 42 games as the long snapper at Washington State from 2011 to 2014. And just at about six feet and about 200 pounds, Johnny Denblanker is not at all afraid to race down the field and make a play, make a big hit, and get a stop. And when you see that happen, watch the UCLA sideline. They go bananas because that guy is so good in coverage, let alone what he does as a long snapper. All right, that will close up our show for this episode. Tomorrow, we've got some good content for you. We're going to be focusing on the secondary. Quentin Lake is a key cog in the secondary. We will have his reaction from a recent interview with the media and sort of break down his skill set and what he's primed to accomplish this year. Plus, the other safety spot is vacant with Adarius Pickett on to the NFL. Could it be Stefan Blaylock taking his spot? Stefan also had words with the media, and we will sum up what he said to them as well. So that is tomorrow. We will be focusing on the secondary as they buff up their play this season. For Locked On Bruins, I'm Brian Fenley.